Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am the host and creator, Teresa Caesar. My intention for this podcast is to deliver to you wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness through solo episodes and conversations amongst insightful people. It is my greatest honor to bring to you talks that come from the heart. Okay, everyone, I am so excited for this episode. I have brought back Jimmy D. Hart, the empowered leader. Jimmy D. Hart is president of Global Industries, is an author, a coach, mentor, speaker, and trainer devoted to building up people and working with organizations to improve how we serve and support each other. So Jimmy, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much, Teresa. I appreciate the invite. Uh, This is an awesome platform you have and I'm just excited to have the opportunity to be here. This is wonderful. Yes. Oh my gosh. The honor is mine. So we brought you on the first time and highlighted the framework from your book, Yes, The Nine Leadership Habits to Empower Teams. And that was so awesome. I love your book. I've read it. Appreciate you reading it. It's a nice short read. It's timeless principles, uh, something that we can all use in our leadership. Let's talk about Equipped to Serve, your recent book. Awesome. Thank you very much. So this is the second book, Equipped to Serve, Empowered People, Empower Others. I'm excited about this book because we are all leaders and we all have the ability to serve. The late great Booker T. Washington, he once said, those who are happiest are those who do the most for others. And then Dr. Martin Luther King shared, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. And then he went on to say life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing to serve others? So equipped to serve is all about one, us remembering that we are empowered and that we do have power. We don't have to stand on the sidelines. And then it gives us ideas and things that we can do to empower others. Uh, We all have leadership. So many times people think they're not a leader. They think that their position, their title, They'll say, you know, I'm just an administrative assistant or I'm just a custodian. But we all have leadership and leadership capacity and we lead in many different ways and in different environments. You know, we lead in our families. We lead within our communities, organizations we are part of. So, yeah, that's what Equipped to Serve is about. Awesome book. Real quick, Equipped is an acronym. So the E is empower others. The Q is quality time with others. The U is unselfishness towards others. The eyes inspire others. The first P is positivity. The second P is people-centered. The E is example. And the D is develop others. So you can hear that it's similar to the other book. This one's more focused on the individual and the fact that we all have leadership capacity. So your mother, your parent, your guardian, your mid-level supervisor, you may only be a team member in your mind, but still you lead in that capacity as well. So that's what Equipped to Serve is about. Highlights the life of everyday individuals just doing some extraordinary things. Many of the individuals highlighted in this book live right here in the Tucson community. And I've got some great reviews off of this book. So thank you for letting me share a little bit about Equipped to Serve, Empower People, Empower Others. I love it. I can't wait to get my hands on this book. Where can we find it? Where can we buy it? So this book is on Amazon, and this is a, another self-publishing project. It's uh, priced at $19.95. You can also get the Kindle version. Thank you for asking where folks can purchase this book. I will also drop the link 
in the show notes as well. So anybody that listens to this episode right after, you can just go and click the link and find this awesome book. You have two books out. Any more goals for another book, self-published? Yes, yes. A few more projects in the works. Uh, I think self-publishing is the way to go. Uh, there's so much at our fingertips now. And just thinking back to this book, you know, you are an example of this book, Equipped to Serve, Empowered People, Empower Others. Your podcast is an amazing platform of empowering others. So thank you for being empowered. Oh, thank you. I want to pivot and talk about your respect, affirmation, and inclusion and how you use it to teach people how to thrive. Can you share that, what that means? Yes, definitely. So my organization's mission focus is we really try to do our best. Uh, We coach people and organizations to thrive at Ray. And Ray is not a name. Uh, When I first introduce people to Ray, they think it's a name of a person. Uh, Some people may even think about the sun, but Ray is an acronym for respect, affirmation, inclusion. And I was gifted this whole idea of Ray. I didn't create it. My mentor, Clifton L. Talbert, who's written 15 plus books, produced a movie, et cetera. He gifted me this idea of Ray. And the reason we focus on Ray is because, one, everyone wants to be respected. Everyone wants to be affirmed. Everyone wants to be included, a part of something, whether it's your family, a team, an organization, a club. And the other thing we realize is that whether you are five years old, 55 or 95, you want to be respected, affirmed and included. A five-year-old may not be able to articulate the word respect, but when just you know, school has started back, when they walk into a teacher's classroom, they can pick up and feel, you know, they may not be able to say respect, but they can pick up and feel, does this teacher like me? Does this teacher care about me? Does this teacher affirm me? And in our business place, when we're dealing with customers, uh, customers go into organizations and businesses all the time. Uh, first impression, do they feel respected, affirmed, and, and, and included? And I think a lot of times we can solve a lot of issues, if you will, or conflict if we get really good at this idea of Ray, respect, affirmation, and inclusion. And I, and I thought about how um, when conflict happens, a lot of times it's because one of those three things one or more of those three things are missing. Someone's not feeling respected. Someone's not feeling affirmed. Someone's not feeling included. And so there it creates conflict. And so that's our approach. That's our approach to the work that we do. And then we use several books to practice Ray. The newest book is Equipped to Serve, Empower People, Empower Others. So we use that this book to live out Ray. Ray is our framework. And then we use the, the strategies in the book. Another book is The Eight Habits of the Heart that we use. And it's things like nurturing attitude, being responsible, dependable, friendship, brotherhood, sisterhood. And then how do we apply that to this idea of Ray uh, within our daily work? That's a quick overview of Ray. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. That sounds so transformative and something that we all can use, like universal, right? So what are two to three tips that we can do in our everyday lives or in our business or as an organization to thrive on Ray? Yes. So to thrive at Ray, and I'll share a quote that's in the book, Equipped to Serve, Empower People, Empower Others, is a quote my dad gave me. I may have shared it before. And the one is this idea of you never lose being kind. You know, I think that's the ultimate example of showing respect, of kindness. You can affirm people through kindness. 
Um, you can include people through kindness. So this whole idea of you never lose being kind. And so many times we get into these battles with like, you know, I got to win or they're not going to get over on me. And I think we get too caught up in that sometimes. So that's that's one idea. Another one is the power in receiving is giving. Mm-hmm. You know, in our society t- today, everything is about what can I get? You know, what can I get? I got to focus on my mission. I got to get to where I want to go to. Who's going to help me do what I need to do? But it's this whole idea of giving and that we receive when we give. And and those are just two examples of living out this idea of respect, affirmation, and inclusion. A third one is, and this one takes lots of work and practice, and it's the idea of brotherhood and sisterhood. We've got a lot of conflict in our society today. There's lots of them versus us or us versus them. But if we take the time to practice brotherhood, sisterhood, and this, and with brotherhood and sisterhood, it's this, it's this idea of extending our hand, extending the table, going outside of our comfort zone. To be inclusive, a lot of times we have to go outside our comfort zone. You know, and being a, a lifelong educator, there may be, you know, students in the cafeteria who don't feel a part of the school. Bullying is real big right now and continues to be big and has been big. Workplace conflict, you know, where people don't get along or don't feel like they're part of the team or the process. So this idea, what can we do outside of our comfort zone to extend the table uh, so that we take the time to start getting to know someone? And, And that's that whole idea of affirming. You know, if I take the time to get to know who you are and know about you, I'm affirming who you are as an individual. So those are three, three ideas, three strategies. And I must say, you are living the example of what you are out there teaching. I have another question for you. It's going to be a little deep. Are you ready to go deep? Let's go. (laughs) Do you feel like you're living on purpose and what you're doing? Yes, I do. And the reason it was like a slow response because I was thinking about how so often we spend more energy on looking at things outside of the process, if you will. Like maybe we haven't achieved the result that we want or something didn't go a certain way or we moved past something. So with that said, yes, I do believe I'm living on purpose. My purpose has always been to serve others be an educator. And now that I am retired from the school system, I believe my purpose is even bigger. And so just thinking in terms of how I gave, how I serve, how I support it within the school system. Now I can do that on a, quite frankly, a global level to just share this idea of Ray, respect, affirmation, and inclusion with others. And it takes work to try to live that out daily. You know, it's practice. And um, a lot of times when I'm training. Uh, a lot of what I'm sharing is is, 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 is for me, uh, and it's a reminder to constantly practice. And then another thing, just to encourage people with this strategy, just the idea of practicing these things at home. You know, that's that's the, I think I will always say that's the greatest place to practice your strategies is at home because we always put our best foot forward. But how can we practice that ray on a daily basis with our family, our friends, those closest to us? But yes, I do believe I'm, I'm living on purpose. I, I'll share something here. 
Tinkerbird Unified School District. We've been able to work with that school district. They're doing some dynamic work, excelling schools all throughout the district. We spent the last year focused on respect, affirmation, and inclusion. And something really exciting happened two weeks ago. Their governing board adopted Ray as a framework for the next three, five years or so. So that was, you know, okay, this is this is purposeful work. And so now we're looking at how does this move to the students and become a greater part of the community. So yes, that is on purpose. So now I have this big audacious goal to impact 200 plus school districts and organizations around the country. Imagine if we get really good at being respectful, affirming and inclusive, how much better our society will be, how much better our students will be. Uh, We'll spend more time focused on those three words as opposed to spending so much time on all the trauma uh, that everyone's experiencing. That was like beautiful. Well said. I appreciate (laughs) that. Yeah. And so impactful ripples effect and congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So next question, how can people work with you? Send me a text 520-247-9963. Visit my website, Jimmy Hart Global, J-I-M-M-Y-H-A-R-T Global.com. And I know I've hit on the work with Tanka Verde, but we've had some opportunity to do some work with uh, Southern Arizona Legal Aid Council, training all their lawyers and legal staff. I've got some uh, Southern Arizona uh, Child Care Association coming up. So this work, Ray, has been around the world, actually. And we'd love to work with as many organizations as possible to apply this idea of Ray. And those three words we all know. You know, we all know the word respect. We all know the word affirm. We all know the word include, but it's putting those three good words together and using those three words as a framework for how we function on a daily basis within our organization. So there's some fun things we do uh, during our workshops and in our trainings uh, to get people to focus on this idea of Ray. And even when we do DEI or equity and diversity work, we always like to start here at Ray. And what we found is that people have a tendency to get stuck on the different isms. People have a tendency to get stuck on words like equity, diversity, bias. So what we found, and again, I'm so grateful that it was gifted to me, this idea of Ray. What we found around the country is that people can't argue with respect, affirmation and inclusion. And so if I know I need that, why would I want everyone else to have that? Mm. And so it just goes to show the power of those three words, uh, Ray, as an acronym. That is so powerful. And I'm so inspired by your work, by the way. I will drop your links, your website, your phone number, everything in the show notes as well, in addition to the link of your two books. Okay, to close up this episode, I'm going to ask you per tradition, my ending questions. You ready for them? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. The first one, what is your favorite affirmation to help you remain empowered as a leader and to thrive? One, I love all your affirmations. Yes. And that's why I had to ask you because as the affirmations, your affirmations pop up constantly Uh, on my phone. Um, so one affirmation I'm always using is you can do this. You got this. You deserve this. So many times we don't think we deserve 
or we're not good enough, but we, you know, we deserve this. There's room for everybody to excel and be great. Mm, That's so well said. And the last question, what is the biggest lesson you've learned that has impacted you? When my dad told me that you never lose being kind is I was going through a pretty tough situation. I was in my probably about 25, 26 I mean, I was like mad at the world and we're on the phone talking and I'm in Oklahoma. He's here in Arizona and I'm bawling in tears because I'm so upset about the situation. And he just said, Jimmy, you never lose being kind. And there was like this pause on the phone and quiet. And so that was almost 30 years ago. And I've seen that play out in my life on a daily basis. We've got so much tension in our society. It's easy for people to choose the tension and the negativity. And I just live in that space and it's never failed me. And so I tell people that, even tell my, my kids that, my family, you can always be kind. You don't have to give someone else the power. You know, They don't have to have checkmate over you. Continue to be kind. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please download, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, be sure to visit my website at TeresaCaesar.com to check out my inspirational merch, connect to my social accounts, and much more. May you continue to be filled with wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness. Otherwise, friends, I will be back in two weeks for another episode of Heart to Talk.